Hello and welcome back to Benaiah, Mighty Man of God by P.H. Thompson, an audiobook. This is chapter 31. And Absalom made Amasa captain of the army instead of Joab. 2 Samuel 17.25 The next news David received after they crossed the Jordan regarded Ahithophel. When Absalom took Hushai the archite's advice over his, Ahithophel must have realized that there would be no future for him if Absalom were defeated. Aware of what was at stake, he traveled to his home in the country, set his affairs in order, and hanged himself. When David got the news, he went to inform Bathsheba of the death of her grandfather. Then David told Eliam, who was Ahithophel's son and one of his mighty men. Benaiah had always admired Ahithophel. He'd been a wise counselor and an invaluable member of David's court. But his anger at David over his treatment of Bathsheba had simmered over the years until he could no longer respect the king. Benaiah had long wondered why David kept him as part of his inner circle. They also learned Absalom made his cousin Amasa, son of Jether, captain of the army in place of Joab. Amasa was Joab's cousin. Their mothers, Abigail and Zariah, were David's half-sisters. These cousins now commanded opposing armies. Benaiah wondered how Joab would feel when he heard the news, considering how he treated his rival Abner. Would Amasa's life be in danger too? When David and his company came to Mahanaim, beyond the Jordan River, three men approached them with wagons, loaded with bedrolls and basins, earthen vessels for cooking and washing, supplies of wheat, barley, and flour, parched grain and beans, lentils and parched seeds, honey and curds, sheep and cheese. The Lord provided for his people in the wilderness yet again. It was probably even better tasting than manna, Benaiah concluded. One of the men was Makir, son of Amiel from Lodabar, who had sheltered Mephibosheth in the years before David sought him out, and the other was Barzillai the Gileadite. The third man was Shobi, the son of Nahash, from Rabbah in Ammon, east of the Jordan, and the son of a former enemy of David. In the evening, after the children were all settled, Benaiah searched for Makir to speak with him privately. He relayed Ziba's version of what had happened when they were forced to flee, and what he claimed about Mephibosheth's loyalties transferring to Absalom in hopes that the house of Saul would regain power. Makir shook his head. I don't believe that. Mephibosheth was terrified of David when he lived with me, but once he was received, cared for, and sustained by the king, he had nothing but respect and honor for him. He was astounded that the lands owned by King Saul were restored to his descendants, but he did not aspire to the throne of Israel in any way. He would never do that. What could Ziba gain, then, by lying and misrepresenting Mephibosheth? Then it dawned on him, other than Mephibosheth's land, which David has already given him. The estate is quite large, and that scheming servant would rather own it than just work it. I never trusted him, and now it seems he has David's trust and favor. He has made Mephibosheth appear to be a deceitful opportunist instead of himself. Benaiah clapped him on the shoulder. Thank you for your opinion. He would have to watch Ziba carefully and keep him away from David. David numbered the soldiers who were with him and set captains over the hundreds and thousands. He divided them into thirds under the command of Joab, his brother Abishai, and Ittai the Gittite. David girded on his sword. No, 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 my lord. Benaiah said, you cannot go out with the soldiers. 
If the rest of us flee away from Absalom's army, they won't care about us. Even if half of us died, they wouldn't care. But you are worth ten thousand of us. Besides, you're of more value to us here. David sighed and removed his sword. Whatever seems best to you, I will do. Perhaps the thought that he might come face to face with his son was not something he wanted to experience. Instead, David observed the troops as they marched out, encouraging them by his presence. As they prepared to move out, David spoke with Joab, Abishai, and Ittai. Deal gently with the young man Absalom for my sake. The commanders responded affirmatively, except for Joab, who appeared to only move his lips. Continue listening for chapter 32.